Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Hello. uh, If you have never heard Horrible (laughs) Decisions, I was on a few weeks ago. My name is The Sensual Warrior. (laughs) Why are you doing this? This is what we're doing, bro. (laughs) uh, You know, Amanda, please let me speak. She said, "We said, I will." Can I will, you give I will, me a moment? Let, I will, let me actually, uh, circle back. Let to me finish. This. Let me finish the first question you asked because it's because. a dance. <laughs> and if you're a man that loves a woman, we're not gonna do this. And we would are like not gonna to do this. vote for me a how, third time. How are you, you making can go with Kamala like Harris and Joe Biden? I'm also a pastor, as you could hear in my voice today, but also a boyfriend <laughs> professional. You're awful. Anyways, guys, <laughs> I just want to say thank you all for those of you who could get through um, the episode a couple weeks ago with the Sensual Warrior. God, motherfucking. I it. liked it. Yeah, I. Right. Um, okay, well, well I, I do want to cover one thing. I, I was reading uh, someone said that they thought that we thought he was lying. I don't believe he was lying at, at all. But. He just had. I don't think the money he said he gonna get because bitch, I ain't even noticed that belt because I probably. I know. We don't be roasting our 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 guests. Phone clip. Yeah, but we don't roast our our guests out of respect. But (laughs) if I really would have saw that motherfucking belt. We would, I would have had to be like, but, well, how much but are it you was getting? A pandemic. And honestly, I bet you there's ma- less male. So aspects. a pandemic is an excuse for that belt. No, cause no, he had, you know why? He had that belt before the pandemic, bitch. <laughs> that belt done been through some motherfucking time. Okay. Maybe, maybe he <laughs> like, well, why you ain't saying nothing, Benson? You know, I saw it in the head. I was like, that belt maybe was kind of rough. It. Maybe it's a little nah, bro, because it's right there where he got. There's clip, also something it he all. does that I, we ne- we didn't talk about that it was in his bio, and I was like, how does he? I literally after I was like, how did I miss talking? It's about okay. It? I'm he just does go- bondage. Listen, <laughs> y'all. I'm gonna just let y'all know. Y'all know Weezy had everything to do with that book. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, Mandy, stop. 
We and I, you and I, I sent you, you this sent, link, and I, I, I didn't pay no attention to him. I sent it to Horrible Decisions. I said, "Do you approve of this? You want to do this? Here's the other I, interview he you did." You said he's an escort. So don't blame me because we don't I'm ever saying, do this shit. You say he was escort. You've been talking to him during quarantine, so I was like, "Yeah, okay." We'll bring him he on. wrote Horrible Decisions. Don't be trying to put that's that another thing on me. too. The fact that he wrote in to come and do that, and that's the energy he brought. So did like, Lauren. So did the gynecologist. You was asking for that? No, so I, I'm not people. talking about the people that came and did what they had to be done. I ain't talking about them. I'm talking right, about but we this nigga. But don't put the blame on okay, me. Okay, you don't want to be blamed. That's fine. I'm not I'm going still, to be blamed. I'm still going to blame you. Anyway, y'all, welcome to motherfucking Horrible Nothing, Decisions. Because you welcome had a lady write in and she Horry was Blade. Too. Welcome to Horry Blade Decisions. Don't let Manny do this, welcome y'all, because we had a boring ass lady and I said nothing. Can I get the goddamn motherfucking Can I get the goddamn motherfucking thing going? Thank you very much. Anyways, welcome to motherfucking horrible decisions where uh-huh. Weezy does not like to be blamed for anything. But we are here yet again bringing you another episode, and this one is pretty exciting. Weezy's gonna explain. This is a thing that actually came about from our patrons. They um, gave us the idea to kind of add something new. As you guys know, we've been doing this goddamn show for three and a half and let years. Me tell you, bro, we were trying. Mandy had. To, what did you do on Patreon? That was a. Uh... Not the birth control episode. You did something. Oh, Mandy started doing Zooms for fucking... This is Corona really sparked all this creativity up. She started doing Zooms for Netflix parties. I started working out with bitches on Patreon. And I was like, okay, fuck it. What's happening is, in my opinion, it was kind of difficult to get excited about sex in a way that was different from horrible decisions. Especially because y'all know I was abstinent. Briefly. I was. But it was really hard to get excited like seven times a month, right? I'm like, I like talking about sex, but it's the same format. So I really loved that we landed on this idea. We did a town hall with our patrons and we came up with this idea called cinema. Now, uh, one of our patrons named it that, but we wanted to, I was going to call it whole movies, but I couldn't figure out how to spell that. But anyway, Hobies. it's a special Why day it on our main movies? feed. Hovies. Hovies. Home movies. Cause we're at home. But home. home movies is you making the movie. <laughs> it is. Well, it's a special day because we are announcing it and bringing it to our main feed, which we have never done with a Patreon episode. You are going to hear a full episode today, not just a five-minute clip. And it's our latest addition to the Patreon platform. It's a community of our Horror Hive members. We've been having it for two years. It has truly funded our experience as a podcast being able to elevate it with video and provide merch and do different shit at our shows um so every month patreon gets three bonus episodes for five bucks they do live zoom calls with us every month starting since corona um if you upgrade your tier you can get merch for free and more so the episode is basically where we choose a film or show every month that we feel like feel like is sexually relatable for our listeners. And we're going to break down the topics. None of these segments are the same except for home mail. Um, but I'll start with the first one that we haven't named yet. And if you're a patron, maybe you can. Basically, we're picking actors or movie scenes that got us horny. And I have this one. I don't know if you've ever heard of The mm. Handmaiden. It's a Korean movie. You, you heard of it? It's really good. It's hard to watch subtitles for everybody I know. But there's a scene. It's about... There's a lesbian scene. I'm not going to tell you what it's about. It's lit. It's a, there's a lesbian scene where this lady is washing this bitch in a bath. Dude, it's so fucking hot. You really be at home watching this on purpose? Yo, and she be putting her finger in her mouth and shit, and it's like so sexy. Ooh! Am I the That does nothing for me. It's the tension, Mandy. Is there tension? You can't feel it? She's sitting in the bathtub. 
You know I don't like accents. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> then if you go on Pornhub, they got the go. full lesbian scenes from the movie, right? It's called The Handmaiden. And it isn't in English. It is in Korean. I'm not going to do the accent because... I don't feel like it, but normally I would. But if you click on, um, here, we let me stop. here we go, here we but go. No, if you click on point up, you type in the handmaid and they have all lesbian scenes, bitch, they be scissoring, fingering. That should get nasty. See, it's that's so why good. I'm not, you know, I don't like no lesbian porn, but it's just like, it's not, it's not porn. That it's a should movie. be boring though. Like two women on camera to me is just boring. Oh my God. It should just be boring. I've been said that. A lot of niggas find pagan boring. Ain't no way that <laughs> bitch. You don't even believe that. That shit is pretty exciting. I believe it, but a lot of people want to watch it. I mean, it's different, but yeah, like lesbian porn is kind of boring to me. It's so sensual and it's like really hot. Oh god. Speaking of lesbian porn, I have been dabbling and talking to this fucking hottie. I can't say her name yet because I used to talk about her on the show, and it may be problematic to bring her back up. But I'm. Really in the mood to eat some vagina. I don't know where it happened. Like maybe I've just been stuck in the house and I'm getting bored because all I do is fuck myself all day. That's like my new routine. Mm. It's like even if I'm having sex, I fuck myself before or after, especially when this nigga's on a conference call. I don't know what it is. It's like when I hear him, he's like, yeah, so what we're working with this time. I'm like, oh, huh, yeah. Really? That's what you do? Yeah, like kind of. Oh, Jesus. But- <laughs> But don't that nigga be on a Zoom call? I love to masturbate. It's like my new sneak thing to do. I don't know why. I guess since I can't go out and hoe, but. It's so crazy. I'm getting so much dick. I have not been masturbating. My pussy need a little break, baby. I like masturbating between sex. No, not this, not the way this nigga be beating this pussy up. My pussy just be like, it's time for a break. He's not over. As we know, Mandy's beet juice (laughs) toy friend. (laughs) Which I feel like the jury is still out on. No, what you mean? I, what the jury I, out on? The, I, Niggas is going shopping buying them beets, bruh. Yeah, because juicing is healthy. Beets are healthy. I get it. But like, I don't believe that his beet juice well, he has also, beaten your pussy he also to said, the point of no return. He also said, I got some bomb ass pussy. You know what I mean? So I also, you know once I mean? again, do not believe <laughs> that Mandy's pussy is so fucking bomb explosive. Damn. Note seven that you see how she's throwing shade. Nah, my pussy bomb. He said it. Do you want me to so, read? The- so you said he's the only nigga that's ever done that. So no one else. But four times. So nobody else thought your pussy was bomb in well, the past. I or mean, twenty four seven fucked me three times. Right, but did he come and do it over the way that you say this nigga does? No. Nah, so. this nigga beat his, 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 that so beat juice, is different. Now the beat juice. AKA, it, we it, don't it know helps yet. you with your blood flow. Bitch, we giving this nigga a drug detector, lie detector test. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. I do he, not. He does the damn thing. To be honest though, the pressure of fucking probably like, I could just only imagine someone who knew who you were before they met. I was like, I'm gonna have to like lay it the fuck down. But he didn't. And then what if he did take a little something and then he was like, now I, let's just speculate because we're doing a movie. Why is you speculating because about how, because my nigga dick is good. Now we got to speculate him being on drugs or having a pole in his dick or something. No, but here's what I'm saying. Let's you set the this? scene. My it's nigga, a movie I, episode. Mandy. I just, Let me create the short film. I just can't have bomb pussy. Sex, he just can't have bomb dick. Sex podcaster meets regular guy who's like hot, but also like, damn, I know this bitch been fucking with these type of niggas and having this type of sex. She ain't about to say my dick is whack. Even though it's big, could still be whack. So what he does is he goes on this date. They go hiking. He takes the pill. Mandy's like, this is the best sex I ever had. Then he's like, wow, I can't go backwards. I got to take the pill. Keep you see what I'm talking about? Going. You see what I'm talking about? And he calls his doctor. But you know, but like, you know why I, I know this ain't true. Jo- you know why I know this ain't true? Because like, 
We just went to the new beach. We get back. We'll start on the couch. So he doesn't have time to pop anything because I start sucking that dick on the couch. Hold and on. we'll go from the couch to Siri. the bed. Here we go. Siri ain't going to know about my nigga dick. How long does Viagra last in the system? You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I'm just like. My nigga just can't have no bomb ass dick. See, she had, anyway, I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> Wait, what's talk. your actor or movie? So you my actor um, comes from, I finally finished it. I'm so sad it's only going to be one season, um, but it's The Watchmen on HBO. Oh, Yaha? Yeah. He was on Raya when so, I was in Atlanta. Oh. Can I just finish mine? I ain't interrupt you with your little Asian lesbian. He makes me horny. So you see what I mean? Cause God you don't want to fuck him. I want to fuck anyway, him. Anyway, Yaya Abdul Mateen. Um, he is also the actor in the upcoming or maybe it already came out. I don't like horror movies, but Candyman. Um, and so he was the love interest of Regina King on The Watchmen and just, I think more so his character. He was very sensual. He was Mr universe or whatever his he was the blue man but you know what he's known for what black mirror oh yeah he did um his eyes no that's not him in black mirror he didn't make which one no that wasn't yaha no it was not and it's yaya why are you adding this why you be liking to add these little h like behind baby hold on wait there's something (laughs) you know what i mean she just no, that's not him from Black Mirror. That's a whole nother motherfucking actor. Oh, it was us. Listen. It was us with Jordan Peele. Oh, that's yeah. That's what it was. Well, um, he just was, I don't know. I just really enjoyed him in The Watchmen. Um, although I have had eyes for nobody but my toy Hold friend. On, he was. He's the one who made out with uh, Anthony Mackie. He was the Black that Mirror. That was like it. Him. The Striking Vipers. Remember when he used to put the thing on and they would... You didn't watch it? Yes, I watched it. We, ta- we So ta- he was in it. We talked about it here on the show. He was. Oh, okay. Couldn't fuck a polar bear like that. Here you go with the bullshit. <laughs> but um, I enjoyed I enjoyed watching him. He was he was very nice looking. Didn't and they show his dick? They showed his dick and his ass. I was, And you know I was looking at the ass. <laughs> I was like, ooh, you look kind of nice naked. But that was also, I would say... Outside, I'm trying to think. Oh, outside of um, that show with Zendaya, um, and I can't remember the name of it, but outside of that, and I want to believe that was an HBO thing too, Euphoria. Euphoria. Outside of that, that was really the first time I believe I really saw dick on the screen like that. And I was like, ooh, there's a dick. I did rewind it just to see Damn, it again. now I'm trying to think what movies have shown dicks. That and Euphoria. And Euphoria was a big deal when they had all the dicks in the locker room and Wait, they were in class just talking about dicks or something, and they oh, just showed a whole go. bunch of dicks. Movies with male nudity. Bad Lieutenant, Intimacy. I don't know none of these. See, I don't know none of them. Movies. Women in Love, Nineteen. I think Jamie Foxx showed his dick or ass in one of the movies he was in. later. That was a popular movie. Um, other than that, I don't know any of these caucasity. Gone Girl with Ben Affleck? Okay, that's kind of popular. Did it show Ben Affleck? Getting Sarah Marshall showed a dick? Wild Things. That. American Gigolo, The Talented Mr. Ripley. I'm cool on all of them. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, Yaha, I don't know if you remember. Oh, my we God. Went to yeah. see, oh, this is how bad I want to fuck him. We went to see Sle- Queen and Slim. He was at the premiere. Did you Did you know that? No. Oh, well, this is... I didn't like that movie. Okay. Well, he was there, and he was with this girl, and I kept leaning over to Shardy. I'm like, you think it's his sister, or you think it's his girlfriend? Because I saw him on a dating app, but I was like... But it was a long time ago, but I just was still hopeful. 
And so I kept going to the bathroom, <laughs> trying to lock eyes with this nigga in a dark ass theater, trying to send the energy because he's fucking hot as fuck. And I'm not trying to say like I'm stalking him, but he also goes to this gym that's nearby in Tribeca that I have been to, and I've maybe you, now you just telling walked the by. world what it, wait what he is posted. It. It's all on Instagram. Mm. I, I, that's how I know. This is, this is giving me stalker vibes. Is it no, giving you stalker but it's so vibes? Hot. So like I've walked by the gym and I've peered in looking for a black man, and it hasn't happened. But when it does anyway call me like i'm in an open relation so <laughs> okay this one is really weird this is uh my what the fuck porn clip of the month now i want to add something if we've ever done a porn categories episode mandy has always been revolted and she's like bitch no stop ew this is disgusting however this one takes the cake so i like i said i've been masturbating probably like three four times a day it's really bad um but I watched this video only because of the cover. So I typed in like big titties or something. And I don't believe you're not finding this. I feel like you typed in some weirder shit. Than no, this. I really you're just not going to tell them that you type in. Weirder I typed shit. in tits bukkake. So but hold you on. See, wait, you see how I just changed to something else? It went from big tits to tits bukkake. Big tits. Keep going. What else did you put? All I watched what else was did you bukkake. Put, Doesn't everyone know What that? else you put, nasty girl? I type in either Ebony Bukaki, <laughs> Gangbang Bukaki. I'll type in Lesbian Bukaki. So this one was Tits Bukaki. I don't watch porn this one. Okay. So this came up in related videos and the thumbnail is a girl fucking a man and across is someone looking. And it says the, <clears throat> the porn title is Daddy Issues by Bareback Studios. Now <laughs> I at this point stopped masturbating because I was like, I gotta see what this shit is. Nigga, this shit was so wild. I had to send it to my nigga. And I was like, I have never in my life seen something this weird. So I just want to set the scene for you guys. If you're on Patreon, I'll we'll post the link to it. But basically, this girl's getting fucked. And I guess she's fucking her stepdad. And her mom walks in. And the most weird fetish kink I've ever heard happens. Because they start having a conversation about how she's fucking her daddy. And he got her pregnant. <laughs> Listen to the shit. Did you watch it? No. I said you. It's all over a car? Uh, well, now it's not. See, the, mommy, I'm pregnant with daddy's baby. What? What? Uh, you fucking cream pie your own daughter? I you, uh, you got your daughter fucking pregnant. She, she wanted me to do it. <laughs> This is weird. Wait. Would you have done that too? Probably not that. I can't fucking believe you. This is fucking unbelievable. And they're still fucking. After you're fucking done with this, we need to have a talk. Mommy, don't leave daddy. You're not upset. Don't leave dad. Crazy. Sweetheart, you don't understand. You don't have sex with your father. Vincent, you got my face right now. What what the entire fuck, bro? Oh, it gets better. So, <coughs> let me tell you. Now I'm at the point where I can't even Wait, masturbate anymore sent, because I need to figure out what kink this you is. You sent this to your nigga? I was like, yo, I've never seen something <laughs> like this. So, then I start going through the comments, right? There is an entire fetish for getting pregnant, like, by a family member. Okay? Hold up. These comments are insane. I would have loved... <laughs> For my dad to get me pregnant. This next one. Oh my god, how many daughters does this guy have? I keep seeing him in every one of these videos. Damn. <laughs> I love that she says cack. <laughs> Hold on, wait. 
Oh my God, this is the sexiest thing I've ever seen. I've always wanted to be cream pied by my stepdad. Not necessarily have my mom come in and watch, but shit, this is so hot. Bruh. So then I take the girl's name, right? And I'm like, I have to figure out what other shit she does. Hold on. I have to see. Nah, I ain't okay with this. Well, I have a condom on it. No, I'm talking about this. Oh, I like the sneeze. <laughs> Bitch, it gets worse. So I start looking up her name, right? And then there's whole threads on the dark web for hiring someone specifically to act out this fantasy. I don't even know what it's called because you can't like really look it up in porn because they don't do incest in porn, right? They do stepdad, stepmom. Right. So this particular fetish, like even I, they probably covered it up somehow, but that sounded like that was your real motherfucking daddy, bitch. Anyway, they keep fucking, right? I watched like seven minutes of this and I was like, oh, sitting up in my bed shocked she's like oh my god i've been wanting you to put a baby in me so bad daddy i've wanted you to like shoot your babies in my pussy it is fucking wild oh shoot your brothers and sisters in your pussy that's what that's really gross now i want you guys to know this is absolutely 100 and for the 26 of you 27 maybe now that listen you know these are your people this is not (laughs) One of us. These, this, I don't know how many white sex podcasts are there, but these, this is for them. I just felt like sharing it on our platform because, you know, it's nice to learn about other cultures. I gotta start sending my <laughs> niggas some porn because we just send each other like nudes. No, like, oh, I said that for research. The last text we got, he was like, he sent me an article from ESPN and was like, NBA players, casual relationships get bubble banned. These are grown ass men. Shake my head. So we're talking about how they're not like, for the guys that are in the bubble, yeah. If uh-huh. if you don't have like if if the person is not your wife or you can't prove that you've been with them long standing or they're your mother's like your child's mother and stuff, they gotta leave. Dog. And I'm just like, this why ninety day fiance come up. You get desperate for dick. Dead and you she, marry these motherfuckers. Did she cry? Did she cry? To be fair. If I was an NBA player and I was dating a chick and I wasn't that like, cause you're still gonna get bitches that want to fuck you anyway, whether you're married or not. If I had to be in a bubble for like a year or like the next two years and I had to get married to get pussy, absolutely 100% send me to the courthouse, sign me up. I'll wear a hazmat suit while I say my vows. I'm not going to not get fucked because I'm single. Oh, no. Agreed. But that's why even like a lot of people who are in jail get married so that they could have those conjugal visits. Right. Like, you, you know, know, I've been wanting to talk to you about this. Nope. The answer is No. I have a few niggas in jail that listen to horrible decisions. Well, how did you just fuck? Do you hear this? And she said, I just found some niggas in jail. Well, that to horrible- One's like got a podcast called like convicted confessions or something. I don't know the name of it, but anyway, they'll like jump on my live and talk about how they in jail. And so I just feel like if we, I know how you feel about the mic situation, but this is a special circumstance. Niggas rap through the payphone. Okay. It's on Pop Smoke's album. And I think for research purposes, it would be great to talk about masturbation and gay shit in jail with a nigga in jail. So I ain't even gonna hold you. I don't want to get that close to them because like even Medina, she like responds back and communicates with those inmates. And yeah, no. And one done found her goddamn address. A murderer. No. I'm not communicating with them. But she's a doorman. It'll be yeah, fun. No. See, no, <laughs> I'm bro. Playing, I'm we in the whole ass. I'm in the whole ass New York and I ain't got a doorman yet. So no. Okay. First of all, Mandy. Feel free. You could do it by yourself. We I, interviewed. I, what? A cross dresser who creeped us both out. Do you remember him? I met him on a dating app. Yeah, you did. And we had no security or nothing. That was in person. 
at Gotham Studios. Right, but what was they that going to do? But at, back then, you had to show your ID to even be let up. We had a cameraman in the goddamn thing. Okay, we had an engineer by the jail, bitch. How many t- tens of thousands of people listen to this podcast? Hundreds of thousands. No, but no. This. Oh, pot- great! So then they'll know who killed us. Yay! <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> okay, well, no. what if I get one that like sold coke? Okay, I could do a drug dealer. Okay, see, not that's a, a fun kind. Those are my favorite kind of comedy. <laughs> we know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we know. <laughs> I mean, like, so do you, guys, do you guys still have access to, like, your supply of everything? No, that you and they're not going to answer that shit. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm about to give you a code that's going to make you come, baby. WD50. Ooh, did they even know the shit was going to rhyme? Did Adam know? Did Eve know? Who fucking knows? But I know what. It's going to give you half off when you go on adamandeve.com. They have thousands of products to make you glad you're staying at home. Okay? And you know what else they're going to give you? Free fucking shipping delivered discreetly right to your door. Take advantage of this downtime. You're going to get almost, it's almost any item at 50% off. But they have so much shit to pick from, you're going to find something. A fucking door sling, a sleeve for your dick, a vibrator, some a, a, a DP device. I don't know. Okay? I got a lot of shit from there. But what I can tell you is, I'm trying to hear what kind of shit you get. Right as a damn whole mail after adamandeve.com. And when you use that code WD50 and you fuck yourself and you come on behalf of Mandy and I, you write that fucking whole mail and you tell us what it was because we need to tell everybody else. Shit. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired, inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. Let's get back to the show. We're going to get into the juice of the episode, which is cinema. And today's cinema pick is I May Destroy You. Um, Mandy and I on our Patreon, we did Insecure. Insecure, and we yeah. just Did we cover season four? Or most, we, we, did all, did we did all of it. But uh, No, so season four specifically. Now, I May Destroy You, I think it's like just getting towards the season finale when we're recording this. So... Mandy and I both just watched it and picked the bulk of what we felt like would be great topics for episode one. Now, are these spoiler alerts? Because we're not going to tell you what happened. But the show is basically about a sexual assault. I feel like people know that. Yeah. And it dives into just, it. Just so you know, I mean, 
you just if you're watching it, you may have a few spoiler alerts, but we're not going to tell you exactly how anything ended. We're literally just going to be picking topics that literally right. are now brought to your screen on television. And we're that really are conversation the, to- the first four episodes had the most topics to me. So yeah, absolutely. We, we won't get too much deeper into that. But episode one. There's a scene where this couple meets up with a girl for a threesome and they use a threesome app. And the wife was specifically saying like, no, you do it. You handle it. You do it. Da, 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 da. And there was a lot of emphasis, emphasis on that. Now, this could be a spoiler, but it's literally the first 15 minutes of the episode. The girl suddenly gets up to leave the date mm-hmm. and the wife is confused. I was after, mad. I ain't going to hold you. I was too. Bitch, hold on. After they were vibing. And everybody's kind of like, what the fuck? So to me, when I was watching it as a viewer, I'm like, oh, maybe she just realized she wasn't into it. Even though she was giving off the energy like she was. The wife and the girl were vibing. Few scenes later, we see the husband and the girl meet up. They kiss each other and they clearly know each other. And it turns out she just wanted to meet his wife. Now. <laughs> trifling. Trifling. I have used dating apps as a couple. And I know you were talking about how, like, you like doing it in person, you like the moment, but I'm curious to know, now that you're dating somebody, and now that you're in a couple, and now that it's corona-esque, because, like, you got a sex club or whatever, but you can't, like, just go to bars anymore, would you be willing to join Mm-mm. a threesome app? Mm-mm. No, really? Um, Me and him have actually had this conversation. Like, I mean, if you guys are patrons, I, I brought up how we actually have gone to a sex club. I won't mentioned much on a regular episode but if you want to become a patron i talk about having a person orgy um and we've talked often about that i'm not interested in adding a third um he was dating someone when we first met and she's no longer in the picture i've let him know that i cut off all my niggas even though he gave me a hall pass um although we would be open and i think i've said this from the very beginning of this show i would be into swinging where we're both present. Well, not adding a third. Just I fucking someone as no, a threesome. I don't, because I told him, I, honestly, I don't care for threesomes. If I do a threesome, it's because I'm doing it for my partner and he wants to be pleased how, how with two people. How does he feel about swinging? Like you fucking another, like is he cool with swing? He, I'm gonna get into that in another episode. I think this nigga wanna train me, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> like, even when we went to the sex club, there was, there was another black guy there and he was skinny and I was like, oh yeah, them the type of niggas I normally felt like them little skinny niggas. <laughs> Cause my nigga not skinny, my nigga built. So, uh, I was like, yeah, that's like normal type, you know, counter rib type niggas. And he was like, you don't want to play with him? And I was like, no, like nigga, first off, you like, we've been playing like, no. And he literally like reassured me that in this space, he's okay if I want to have sex with another man. And I was like, well, thank you, he, but I'm good. Nice. I'm good. But he actually felt like I was guarded or held back. But we've had this, we've had a lot of conversations about threesomes. And I was like, if we do it, cool. It, it'll be for you. And I told him. And he was like, well, now I don't really want to do it because I want you to enjoy yourself. I'm working up to doing it together. Like, my nigga's like, oh, yeah, like, you want to go have fun? Have fun. But I, I think... What's pissing me off is I feel like niggas do this and it's so annoying as somebody who's so, as someone who hosts a fucking sex podcast, like this is a constant conversation. He's like, I feel too deeply about you to fuck you with another nigga. He's like, it's, we are past the point. He's like, I can't do it. He's like, but. To me, it's just not fair because it's you not. feel deeply for him and you allow him to fuck other women. No, 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 no. You, it's, and, not, it's not about me fucking other niggas. It's about fucking another nigga with me. Like fucking, like oh. a threesome. Oh. He, does he just not want to see it? 
like, like is, he's what, chill. is he mad though? Like, if that nigga got a bigger dick, is he worried about no, the I other guy fucking you better? I just think he just doesn't want to share me with another man in that same in same space. But okay. I, so that's like really, but also like I understand that a lot of he's like I've never even been to, into like fucking bitches with my boys like that. I've never really like he's like that's never been my thing. I've done it, but it's not my thing. Okay, which I respect. But do I want it? I would rather like have a threesome with another nigga with him, like MMF, than fucking other nigga on my own. It's so crazy because I know like I think my my partner just knows I like dick. But we were at the nude beach and there was this guy walking around with his dick in a cage, like one of those dick contraptions. And he was just like, like not to be crazy or nothing, but I don't even see how you like dicks. Cause mind you, niggas be, (laughs) it'd be mad dicks at the nude beach. And he's like, it's just so weird. Like all these niggas would, he was like, I don't know how you like dicks so much. It's just, I just can't get into it. I I just can't get into it. I've tried to be gay. I can't. I just don't know how y'all really like these things. Honestly, those (laughs) contraptions, like that sub shit. So one of my homegirls put it on a dude that asked her, she got paid for it, but she was like, her job was to get him hard so that it would be painful and he couldn't get hard. It's I'm like, sure because them that things, them so things are metal and shit. What are they called? They're called something. Women have chastity belt. I was just going to say it. It's like a chastity cup a, cage. A, a dick cage. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like it's more the opposite for me. It's like, I, oh, I'll, have I'll fun, say, be free, not with me. If we go back to that same thing, um, the part about it that made me upset is when you have a partner that's open to allowing you to have other partners or are, is open to communicating with you about bringing a third or someone else into the bedroom or allowing you to be sexual to with someone else. The fact that, yeah, you still betray your partner by going about this person without them is just like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like, I'm now opening, you know, I'm not that I'm allowing, but the fact that a woman would let her partner go out and have other partners as long as she's aware and you still betray her in the way that this person did in episode one. I was just like, man, also, niggas ain't shit. This is an unfair take because I know that there's been, there's situations where, sorry, it's not necessarily going to happen this way, but I think this is why I don't like a dude bringing a girl that he already knows to me. Right. Like, I feel like in the back of my head, like maybe they'll talk like, cause I know how I act after a threesome with the person I'm closer with. Right. You know what I'm saying? The only time it's never happened like that was with scissors and beard bay. Like we just all, we never ever was taught. I never talked separately with him, like on some sneak shit about her and vice versa. Um, but I feel like any other situation I've ever been in, the second that person leaves, I'd be like, even if it's good, right. You gush about it together. Like it's a whole thing. And I could not handle this bitch texting my nigga and being like, she was cool, but maybe we could, ah, ah, <laughs> what? No. Uh, so moving on episode two, I really think Ugh. this is a big deal. It was a heavier episode. So in this episode, there was a lot of drinking, a lot of drugs and leaving your friends alone was something that I read with that. And I, I just, uh, thought about a situation where I read Daniel Saint. He is the owner of NSFW. We've had him on the pod. Um, he posted something that really was interesting to me that I wanted to read to you guys. Um, so he was <clears throat> at a barbecue on Sunday, and he almost saw a man die in front of him. The guy went in the bathroom to do a bump of cocaine, and five minutes later, he was barely breathing. His lips and fingers were blue. Uh, it says, at the moment, I felt like he died there. Thank God for the fire and paramedics who arrived. Uh, we were held for questioning. It was scary. I wish I had Narcan. 
I had five of them. I don't, I think it's like an injected thing. Um, and he said at his clubhouse, just in case, and went through training on administering it. Fentanyl is a bitch and it's so easy to sneak into supplies with the drug chain. Because it's drying up during, due to COVID and the chances of getting a bad dose are very high. And in this, instead of shaming people doing drugs, he says, don't do drugs alone. That I really like because to me, it's like the abstinent thing with sex, right? You could tell me don't drink when I'm going out and so I don't, you know, nothing bad happens to me. You could tell me don't fuck, but what if I do? And with this particularly watching it happen, yes, she didn't know she was drugged, but as lit as she was getting, yeah, and nobody walked out that bar with her. It's that was awful to watch. Like, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Um, it it sucks because as an adult, like now, when I go out, I let my friends know I'm not going to ruin your night when I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm ready to go. And so watching this, it was, it was a lot because what happened is you did get to see a flashback of them when they went to Italy and you got to see that often when they go out, they get super drunk. They're on drugs. They leave each other and have their own little escapades. And what's crazy is on a Patreon episode, um, not too long ago, it, it featured, it featured Steven from Sophisticated Ignorance. There was a girl in Boston. Um, this was maybe last year. Mm-hmm. It was her birthday. She got super lit. She ended up meeting a guy in the club. Ended up getting chopped up into pieces and put into. Shut up. This is literally in Boston and, and got put into different suitcases and they found her body parts that way. So it just sucks because as women, we really are fearful of these things happening, but we also like to have a good time. But I'll be honest, now at almost 30 years old, I don't want to be a babysitter when I go out. And so it just is hard when you're dealing with those type of friends who get either super inebriated or get super drugged up and really, and I mean, I'm guilty of it. I blacked out many nights. Um, and it just sucks because realistically you don't know you're there until the next day. Yeah. You don't know that you're even blacked out until but you reach I, the I next day. I think that maybe we're speaking from a place of like been there, done that because I'll be honest, I haven't had that happen in a long time. I mean, it's COVID. But no, no, no. Oh, like, leave friends. No, really. No, no, no. With uh, friends getting so fucked up that it ruins my night. Okay. Um, but I will say if they have ever gotten that lit, I at least make sure they're getting home safely or walk them to the Uber, or leave the club to go outside with them, like doing something just to like make sure that took my own step with it. Um, including people I don't know. I got cursed out by a nigga. I'll never forget it at Panino's Pizza in Orlando because this girl was so smacked. And I asked her if she was okay. And then Sue was like, I don't know what the fuck you want her to come home and fuck you. Like, she leaving with me. Bitch, going off on me. Oh, wow. Really crazy. And I think watching that scene with that girl leaving the other bitch fucked up, I hated I hated watching it. Because to me, we come together. If yeah. we're not going to leave together, I need to at least know when you leave and that you're leaving safely. I'm not just going to be, like, leaving my lit-ass fucked up friend. Granted, we all know, I think, to a degree, someone's threshold, like... If I'm about to leave and you're at the point where you can no longer walk and talk, yes, I need to make sure that you're going to be okay. Now, if I leave early, like you said, I don't want to be a babysitter. I'll leave early. I do that all the time. I love leaving early. But I don't think I've ever left a friend that was so smacked to the point where I felt uncomfortable when I left. Like, to Mm. me, we do owe at least some kind of loyalty to the person we go out with in order to take care of them. Like, that's a very touchy subject. Especially when I want dick. And somebody. Well, and that's up. and that's the thing too. Like a lot of us will go out with, bitch. I'm drunk and I'm gonna get fucked tonight. Whether we go and fuck someone new or whether we fuck an, an old partner, 
a lot of times the night will end and we separate. So sometimes you may not know. I I may be telling you I'm going to get dick. You don't know if it's someone I just met on Tinder or someone that I've already been fucking. So there are chances where you may think you know where someone is going, but you don't. I was reading a tweet too the other day where a girl said she um, met a guy on a dating app. And before getting into the car, she went around to send the tag number to her friends. And, And yeah, the guy was like, Word, that's what we doing. Don't even worry about it. And took offense to her wanting her safety. And I've actually like, you know what I mean? So guys even take offense. But like, we do have to be, you know, kind of, I don't know. I wanted to bring up the fact that the friend felt guilty. I bet you there's some men listening to this that would probably be like, would I be mad? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're mad that I'm getting, I need your driver. I need the make and model of your car and your goddamn tag. I had a old babe where this girl's friends and to her credit, like, she was trying not to make us feel uncomfortable, but her friends wanted to make sure she was good. Right. And I really liked what he did. I thought he was really sweet. He grabbed the phone. He told them his name. He told them where we were at. And he was like, she's sharing her location because we all about to fuck. So, <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was super fun. And like, he was like, this is my chick. Like, and her friends, they were a little annoying, but I get it. Cause like, bitch, we at the barbecue and you just leave with this couple. Yeah. And we know y'all getting fucked up. I was like, yeah, I'm right next door. She's like, okay, I was at last. I mean, I, I just know that I've been out a whole bunch of times just with my friends, having a good time. We've all yeah. been drinking. Bitch, 24-7 hit my line. Peace. And I'm out. So, like, technically, I'm not making sure they get home because I'm out before they right, leave. But that's a different. Are, are, have you ever left someone that was blacked out drunk when you went to go get this? Again, I don't know they blacked out until the next Correct, day. They, say they saying, blacked out. As far as we know, I think that's all we can help. As far as we know, if you are seeing someone like that, no, I don't think you should leave him alone. I think got you. There's like, cause how much more? What can we do? I will say too, though, as women, we don't we don't think of all of the things necessarily that can go wrong until it goes wrong. I know. So just like her friend, she felt like, oh, we go out all the time. She gets this drunken belligerent all the time. She's always made it home safe. It's not until she doesn't make it home safe or in this instance where she gets date raped yeah that now she feels all of this guilt because she wasn't there for her friend so again i i genuinely don't feel like a lot of us really put a second thought into it until something bad happens which sucks it's like how the police act well we can't come until something really happens that type of shit i think we i think we think about it more than you would take account for like even when it's like subconscious now, bitch, you okay? Send me your location. Call me when you get there. Like, we'll take some precautions. I'm sharing my location with probably four or five bitches I know. Like, honestly, I mean, I know I don't be knowing how to just shit. My ex girlfriend got my location, and like, even when my friends try to hit me up and I don't answer, they be like, "Oh, bitch, you with that nigga?" Now let me see. Does that does that location do anything if your phone dies? I'm not sure, but at least it could be the last ping if my phone dies. I mean, it could be helpful in some right. way. I think it's just better than none. Um, so episode three. I bet Mandy thought of me and she shouldn't have because this is not the period sex I have. This was gross. There is a very (gasps) intense period sex scene. The bitch had a whole blood clot, bitch. And the dude picks it up again, Caucasian man, (laughs) even though she's black. Uh, (laughs) actually he's European. You don't like to call them Caucasian. They're white, but they're not like (laughs) the same kind. They've got their spicy white. That's what Kiki says. Oh God. So in this scene, she's about to have sex with this guy. He's, he's Italian. That's true. And what's crazier is it's their first time having sex. Which is even more gross. Now. You don't even know her like She that. really wanted to fuck him, but she was lit, high, whatever. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give my dog a little pass. Are and, you? 
I like her in the show. <laughs> so, and mind you, it's only episode three, and I'm watching this shit with my dude, and he goes, nigga. <laughs> it wasn't just period sex. So if you guys need to skip forward 30 seconds or whatever um, to not be disgusted, trigger warning, it's nasty. Here we go. Bam. They're on the couch. She does a lineup of cocaine. He's the guy who sold it to her. He doesn't want it. She jumps on top of him. They're making out. And she's like, oh, my God. Fuck. I'm on my period. And he's like, okay, whatever. So it's super cute because they show the towel going down. And I was like, oh, this is funny because that's really what be happening. And then she lays on her back. And he's like, what is that? No, 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 no. He pulls <laughs> the tampon out of her first. And throws it in the trash can. Why can't I leave the studio right now? And then now? I don't know what he does, but all I know is if you didn't fast forward more, fast forward some more. <laughs> he pulls out a blood clot and starts playing with it. And he says, is it always like this? Does it always come out like this? Is so it gross. It was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. And I started screaming because it was gross. Fellas, I'm not going to lie. My whole face know, was like this the whole time. Dog, that shit was nasty. That shit was gross. Now, I do have a few things to say. I have never had period sex like that. I want you to know that and give me a little bit more credit. Bitch. Okay. I have never. All right. No one has ever removed a tampon from me, mainly because I don't really wear my wear pads, but no one has ever like seen the pad. No, nothing. If I'm about to have period sex, I'm vocal about it. I've never tried to be like, oh my God, it popped on. I'm like, I'm on my period, but it ain't that bad. And then if it get bad, whatever. But at least I let you know there's some blood down that motherfucker. I go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I remove whatever I need to remove. I clean myself off as much as I can. If it's like ser- that serious, I put the towel down. I don't have them eat my pussy. And then I'll suck some dick. And then I'll just be like, look up at me and i change very few positions very few because the thing is if you're really heavy when he pulls out of you i'm just and let's just say he flips around like what if there's blood? like no but i also don't fuck when my period's that heavy i'm disgusted um, i mean me, i told you i just kind of did it wasn't even period sex because i kept my tampon in and he just fucked me from in my ass right so that does that's not period sex to me. okay yeah i didn't think so because i was scared bitch so maybe as no. shade as you've been giving me now that I think it about wasn't. It. The tampon was when in. I did scissoring on my period. That's gross. That's not really period sex either. If yes, it is. She was plugged up. Was it my period or hers? See, that's even more gross. Two it was periods, hers. Look, that, just nah. No, we never just got nah. on time, which was really sad. Just nah. I can't believe we never synced up. It just was literally nah. brutal. Just nah. Anyway, <laughs> I have tips for period sex. So there are a few things. Um, from this article have we not talked about period sex enough on here and gay tips to these hoes that want to be nasty and fuck on a period well i just would like to add in some more tips bitch. all right go ahead cramp relief some of you have heard this some of you haven't when you fuck on your period it does relieve cramps i don't care what anybody says if i have really intense cramps i use heating pads tylenol and then i masturbate uh pop a motrin i'm gonna give the other advice if, if you want to instead of having period sex I'm going to tell you what else to do. Motrin in a hot towel. Let's go. Next one. Next one. (laughs) Okay. So muscle contractions during orgasms push the uterine context out quicker. Mm -hmm. And you could have a shorter period, actually, if you're having period sex. Eating lemons. Lemons make your period shorter. No, no, no. It delays. Regardless. It's just another That's also like... A, a a rumor. I've tried that before. It delay. It doesn't make it shorter, but it delays, so it pushes it away. Um, it's lube. Technically, if you have some, by lube, if you have some dap, <laughs> <No>. normally <laughs> you can have some wap on your period. Uh, another thing's for <laughs> for safety, and I don't know why they have to post this, but they do. 
please remove the tampon that you have in your pussy before you have sex. Or just keep it in and don't have sex. Wait till it's over. Use a condom, bitch, because STDs, ew. And sticking to light days is a lot more messy and it probably won't bother your partner or you as much. And to minimize the amount of blood in your vagina during sex. This is really interesting because I don't like using Diva Cups, but shout out to those who have figured it out. You could try using a menstrual club. It's a the small flexible device and you put it in your pussy and it drips out or whatever. It essentially collects the blood as it passes through the cervix and it can keep your vagina the most clean. The or you could just put a goddamn makeup sponge up in that thing. Okay, wow. I mean, I'm just giving another Please option. Please do not listen to this bitch. Why? Because who just started an educational <laughs> podcast it's not, for women. It is not necessary. It's not entertainment. Okay, whatever. This bitch just came on her comedy sex podcast to tell you to put it. Put make a motherfucking sponge. makeup sponge up in that thing. Like, are you out of your But I did mind? it before when it worked on a light date. Listen, I'm just giving options, Dude, okay? Let, please reference episode 17 where Dr. Kim goes, Mandy, mm. <laughs> she was, we got to have her back. She was so sweet. No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, that's what all the strippers um, and sex workers do. And we also, support sex workers. It does say opt for a missionary when having a... Uh, opt for no sex. Because deep penetration can make it a little... Because your cervix more sensitive because you're all fucking open and shit. Uh-huh. Um, and never mind. This is pretty nasty, but I will read it anyway because welcome to the show. Having oral sex, and Mandy's going to like this part because it's kind of a sponge. <laughs> Having oral sex during your period can be safe to minimize the mess you could use a menstrual cup. Contraceptive sponge. Contraceptive sponge. The same Contraceptive thing. sponge. Make a sponge. Not contraceptive from sponge. Reed, not the fucking beauty aisle. It's a little circle one. Not from Sephora sponge. Not a beauty blender. Shout out to Erica. Or a tampon. Just remember to take out whatever you use when you're done. If you don't want anything in your vagina, you can use a dental dam. Basically, it's like a little square of latex and you cover it. So my option is to eat bloody pussy through plastic. This just doesn't even sound like you're not eating the blood. That is just, ooh. What do you want me to say? And we try and giving options. Okay. Well, how about don't do that? Cause ain't we trying to say the turtles? Y'all don't want us to do fucking plastic straws, but I can eat bloody pussy through a goddamn plastic dental dam. Bitch. They Let nasty. me tell you something. I used to do whatever I could to tell hospital dick. Trust me, you don't want to be near this pussy. And he was like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. Stay at the top. <laughs> so let's go to the next one because I'm done talking about blood. The next one, a little more serious. You're welcome for the fun, cloudy, uh section. <laughs> so in episode four, we watched this happen. We've talked about it on the show, stealthing. If you've never heard of it, it's basically a non-consexual act. It's when y'all ain't shit. Kind of being removed. And what was very interesting to me in this uh show this is a direct quote um, from, I think her name is Michaela. Michaela Cole. Michaela shout Cole. out. Arizona. She is the creator. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. She says, if you're in the States and this happens to you, he's rape adjacent. And if you're in, Austral- or in Australia, he's just a bit rapey. Because in the UK, there is a consent to a specific sex act. Conditional consent. And people can be found guilty uh, for stealthing there. And in the UK, I mean in the US... There's no laws that specifically cover such stealthing. There's no legal cases about it. Which sucks. Um, Stupid. Yeah. But Brodsky, I believe it's just someone that works in our Supreme Court, I don't know, describes stealthing as legally rape adjacent. It's rape. If you, if we agree to having protected consensual sex, that is what we agree to. For you to remove the condom now makes it 
violating of what I agreed to do with you, which is the same thing is uh, of rape. If I don't agree to have sex with you and you go ahead and ha- forcibly have sex with me, that is rape. So if I agree to have consensual protected sex with you and you go about removing a condom and now we're having unprotected sex, which I did not agree to, it is rape. I don't I, understand why motherfuckers don't understand that. Niggas be like, well, you already know I was looking at like, and even in the scene, oh my God, it's so awkward because so basically he says like oh my god i thought you knew i thought you knew which is gaslighting as it's crazy because when she goes to the uh precinct or i can't remember if it was a group where she talked about stealthing they were like you'll often hear men say things like oh my Mm -hmm. god i thought you knew oh well it hurt me he did he said it was uncomfortable or 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 you couldn't notice it felt different which i told you guys i mean i shared my story about. i remember who that was you were young yeah i mean i wasn't that young i was fucking 22 23 maybe 23 24 because i was living in new york already nah he flew me he flew me out and yes miami yeah i was at least 24 um and it's why I've never been blindfolded since he blindfolded me. And before he took the blindfold off, he was like, you're going to be mad. So clearly I didn't know what was going on. So he knew what he did. Honestly, um, and it was just, just like, he was like, well, we can go get the plan B. And so it was beyond N- even now, the idea. Niggas of who say you could feel the difference. Let me just add something. Now with my pussy wet, I got when that I'm wop. wet. I cannot I can't. tell. I can't. Because to me, the friction of the condom generally is what I'll feel. But the wetter I am, no, I won't feel no, it. No, I won't feel it either. Not at all. Um, To be honest, there was a guy that I was dating for a bit when I had had sex with him without a condom. I remember being like, huh, I feel like I'm wetter with it. Like, I almost liked the dick better. Certain dicks are a little bit better with a condom. Big, big monster dicks, I think. Um, Anyway, there's also a scene... That I wanted to discuss briefly before we get into home mail, um, where we watched consensual sex oh. followed by non-consensual. Oh, sex. and yes, this was this was interesting. A uh, scene where the guy met up for a threesome on Grinder and ended up not being a threesome because his dude got in his feelings. A very wheezy thing to do. And <laughs> basically, they had sex. They both enjoyed it. He was about to leave. The guy goes back to him and stops him at the door and was like. No, you're not going to leave. Pretty much, I want some more. Right. Give me that ass. forced down on him on the bed. Now, watching it was so uncomfortable. It was very hard to watch. And um, a lot of this show was hard to watch. Outside of I Ain't Even Gonna Hold Y'all, I really only kept watching it because I wanted to support black content. But also because I knew we were doing this episode because the accents the whole time was so hard for me. Really? Oh my God. Y'all know I talk about how I don't really like watching accents and I don't like reading and watching at the same time. It's hard to do. I mean, do. I try to watch different types of like, even the Korean thing I brought it up. Was I try to hard. like. It was hard. It was hard to. International it, shows have a different flair. They do. And, um. Even but go back to the scene though. The British like, office is fucking hard to watch sometimes too, but it's like, you gotta like, I don't know. But anyway, in the scene, so it is hard to watch, but what's interesting is like, when he goes to the police station to the precinct, yeah. and the guy is like, so you, his name is horny dude for you. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? And then like, I think he implied something like, but you already had sex with him and you knew you were mm-hmm. going over there for sex. And that's the thing. It's like, we have to continually push the conversation. And I'm not saying women can't do this either, but specifically to men where we real, you have to realize at some point in time that we're allowed to change our minds. We're allowed to say no. And I think that. It's almost, it's, it's annoying to watch people combat that. Yeah. But there was a law, or I think a woman claimed her husband raped her in Georgia. And I remember like they ruled against it. Because they were married and you can't rape your wife. Yeah. But 
I mean, my nigga, if I don't want it, I don't want it. Right. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired, inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. Um, I think another interesting part of the same character after being violated by a man, he, um, they, uh, he's friends with also Michaela who was raped. And so he starts to push away from men because now he's just fearful that men do this awful type of shit. Mm -hmm. And so he gets on a dating app and attempts to then date a woman because he wants to experience sexual contact with a woman, thinking that it will also not trigger what he just experienced with a man. And we actually see a flashback. Yeah. When he's on top of the woman and how they experience. And what happens is they actually go on this date. He doesn't um tell the woman that he is gay or bisexual or, or has been intimate with men in the past. And what really gets it out of him is that they're sitting there talking and she says jigga instead of nigga. And then she goes to saying the F word, which we do not say on the show. Um, And he takes offense to that as a man who has lived as a gay man. And he comes out and is like, oh, well, do you have problems, a problem with gay people? Because I'm gay. And you could see that she was like, wait, you have sex with men? Get out now. I didn't, you know, and I I guess it's similar to what we've talked about before. Like, how much of your sexual history do you share with someone? Not even on a date, but if you plan on having sex with them, is that something you think he should have mentioned to her? No. Okay, I disagree. But we've talked about this many times, even with Brianda. Only because, like... If I'm going to fuck you and you fucked a dude before, I don't know. Like, I mean, you and I don't care, but I know like I have friends. They not going to fuck a nigga who is out here fucking other men. They just don't want to. I get it. But here's the thing that's interesting, too. A lot of women associate it to. First of all, I think that dude is fine as shit. The one. uh, What's his name in the damn show? Terry? No. Something. Kevin? I just made that up. Well, anyway. Uh So (laughs) I thought I, I remember like thinking how sexy he was when he was sucking that dude's dick. And I was like, I wonder straight in real life i was thinking oh my that. god and but you and you and i my nigga was like yo he's like you think because when they were making out he's like you think they both gay and i was like i don't know i'm interested in knowing and i was like i want i wonder if it's because he was a little more masked than we generally see like 
in porn. And, and when him and that guy were fucking, they were both kind of nice. I told you the only gay porn I watch, you would think they're straight men. Like, the, I like very masculine gay men. Me too. I like very masculine men, period. Yeah, me too. Um, Except when I like a little artsy Brooklyn guy. But oh anyway, uh, no, I mean, I think mainly when women don't want to fuck guys, I fuck other guys. I think it's, it's a always, preference. It's always, I think there's an underlying thing of like this, like, femininity in their head and if you never knew like how would you then feel but i don't know i mean for a first time dating app thing we're just sleeping together i don't know but anyway i know we're wrapping up i hope you guys enjoyed this if you want some more of cinema join patreon we're doing one a month mandy and i haven't decided what we're gonna do yet people are saying p valley but, but it just started but it we're, just not, started. we're not doing p valley no time soon but um i heard it is good they want to do 365 that's another one couldn't get through with the accents but there's a lot of shit with sex. There's a whole lot of shit with sex. Um, so and we could get... do a throwback too. You know what I mean? So, okay. This Fifty Shades of Grey type shit, bitch. Came in a few days ago. And the subject is Wheezy Was My Sugar Mama a Dream for our whole confession. <laughs> LOL. So I DM'd Wheezy about seven months ago about a dream I had of her. She never read it on the podcast, so I assume she hasn't seen it. Well, here's a dream. Oh, she was going to make me make sure I seen it before. Right. Wheezy and I were chatting online talking about how we'll meet. I live in the in the Gambia. Ain't in Gambia? It's what? not in the Gambia. It's Why are you saying Gambia? she did? Oh, okay. So I was thinking it would be cheaper for me to come over. Next thing I know, she flies in for coochie next day. We spend an amazing night together, including strapping, whipping, and so many other things that I had to look myself in the mirror and chuckle when I woke up from the dream of. And by morning, she left, but all the bills were paid for. I'm 27 and by. As you can imagine, exploring my sexuality is virtually impossible without me constantly being aware of staring every time a beautiful woman walks past me. Sometimes I have to say, I like dress when I'm staring at someone who doesn't know. Anyways, thought the listeners would like to hear the story. Love you. Oli, the Gambia. (laughs) Oli, let me just say, I have definitely done that like, oh, I love your outfit thing when I've been looking at women before. Right. But again, everyone has called me a sugar mama on the show. I told, I don't mind spending money for pussy. And I think the older I get, I would probably be super turned on with being like, Oh my God, you need help with college. Like I'd rather fucking pay a woman than a man. Not necessarily pay, but like pay adjacent. Pay, we just going to throw that adjacent word out there. Cause that's what we're going to do. What's pay adjacent? It's like, I'm not paying for your pussy. I'm paying for the trip. The experience. You need some new clothes? Oh yeah, that's the same, that's the same way I went about with my sugar daddies and my yeah. married men. I wasn't an escort, but it also I was is getting not, some coins. I don't believe it's tricking if you got it. And I'm not saying I got it, got it, but like a few years from now, like, duh, bitch, I'm growing. That's my goal. That's what I do. I'm not taking L's. I've never made less than the year before. I'm going to got it enough to trick on you bitches. So. Alright, y'all. So hit her in the DM if you want to get tricked on. I'm going to say not exactly yet because you'll like only get dinner for right now but or, dinner well, not even in new york unless you want to sit outside and melt no i'm okay with like paying for dinner like a new york dinner um but also maybe a flight it depends where from the gambia absolutely not <laughs> but you know well i'll do a montreal pussy i think that's about as far as i'll go oh, c- canadians um, i don't even think can come down here we can't, can't we but, can't go up there I don't want like fresh Atlanta pussy. No offense. We love y'all. We know y'all in there, but that Atlanta might be- is uh, cutting up. Atlanta scared me. Bitch. They need to get, they need, to, I told you we got to take a little cookie cutter, get Atlanta and then 
put it in the ocean somewhere. Let, let they, me tell you, they is cutting the fuck up down there in Atlanta. Said. Mandy and I have to go to Atlanta for work. And one of my homegirls replied to a uh, snap that I put up or Instagram story, whatever. And I was like, I can't believe WAP came out and we lo- on lockdown. And she said, Not Atlanta. ain't you coming to Atlanta? I said, yeah, bitch. But, and she wrote back and said, Atlanta is the same as the last time you've been here. It really is. <laughs> I went to Atlanta when I was going to go out to dinner before I went to the studio. And, um, we went to Kebab Land, no tables. Devon's, an hour wait. Then we went but aren't to... But they, aren't they, they doing we, less capacity? No, bitch. The hell no. All them tables full. Wow. Then we went to um Blue, and we ended up sitting outside because inside dining was a one-bottle minimum. And it was packed. I'm like, what? Get me out of here. I'm only going back because we got work. Bro, I, was, I was not going to go back. I was I'm literally going to get shocked. tested because it takes incubation period. I'm about to get tested at least by the end of the month for this COVID shit. Cause shit is pop. I, I was wearing a mask and I'm like, my friends don't even have masks. They're like, well, it's in the car. You need one on you at all times because why is you, why, why you just got a mask in the car? Mandy just said she got to get tested and she's two feet away from me, y'all. What the fuck? No, bitch, because we about to go to Atlanta again and then I'm going to LA. But I mean, you really. Bitch, I'm done traveling after this. Well, but, and then we got to go to Mexico and well, we got to get tested for Mexico. We have to show results before we go to Mexico. I mean, it wasn't like that when I went. I didn't know. No. To host Mocha Fest. He, oh, which I'm fine with. Yeah. We have to show results to stay at the resort. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm actually pleased to know that. I will be social distancing pretty much. Same. Like, but, um, you know, you know I'm staying. Uh, I was just about to tell you, Mandy, delay. You know, let's record a little bit because, you know, I'm not touching down without staying in Tulum for a little bit. I got to see my friends. You know, I made friends with a little local food, whatever, and my little fine ass Italian boxer with a tight ass. You better than me. I don't like the jungles. But um my man is coming down and actually it's going to be the weekend of my 30th birthday. So I don't know if I may have friends meet me there. But I don't know. I feel like I'm going to celebrate my 30th next year at 31 because this is just a shit show. And I don't even want to feel get to like my friends are forced. Bro. I was, it was the first day of lockdown on my birthday. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm bringing my dude, dude because like I'll be staying in Tulum. So he'll probably come. Well, my, my I think is- I'm bringing Vinny. So, um, my homegirl is joining me from London, but I told my, my nigga I would love for him to join and he was like, Adriana? Yeah. Did you know her and Josie became friends? Yeah, I know they went out for drinks. I was like, well, he was like, I might come down for three days, but I don't know about five. So so he's going to stay at another hotel. So I I told my homegirl she could have the room. I'm going to go stay with my nigga at another room. Like, we're going to get it done. Anyways, guys, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Um, We still are going to give you a five-minute bonus clip. Oh, we are? I ain't even going to do all that. Y'all getting a lot. No, we're still going to give you another bonus clip. Let you know how we motherfucking do on Patreon. Um, if you want more episodes again, if you're all caught up with all of these episodes, we are giving you another three episodes every month. One being a town hall where you can actually join in on the conversation. So again, join us on Patreon. Right. There's 76, 75. 79. Damn. Episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost 80. Um, and it goes all the way dating back to fucking 2017. If you want to hear some dope shit. Um, also, well, not dope shit. Cause in 2017, it was a little rough. Um, but go back, listen to us. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's at patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. You have to type it all in because it is 18 and up. So that's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. But you guys finally got a taste because we talk about Patreon so much and now you kind of see. You know what I mean? What we be doing. Although I still ain't give y'all as much tea as I give y'all on the Patreon. Oh no, Patreon is fucking tea spilt honey. Where else I spilled some tea was uh for fact's sake this week when we were talking about money and why all of it is so dirty. Boom. 
All uh, right, you dirty money. Check that out every Tuesday for fact's sake with me and Eddie Delaseppi. And I know Mandy's got uh, yes, her also, y'all know. And I'm super excited. It's charted. It's, it's going well. I'm getting a really good response. Weezy said it was ed- educational. It's edutainment. I don't feel like that's a it, word too. Yeah. It's really more so, um, women talking about their experiences. I mean, um, at the end, I do give stats that I find from different health sites, um, as a part of the education, well, but it's well, really, makeup, isn't it? it's really just me. Um, it's really just me guiding a conversation of women sharing their story. Um, I do want to shout out to Antoinette. She's on an upcoming episode. I just recorded with her yesterday and she talked to me about, um, loving herself after experiencing sexual trauma as at as early as five years old. I also have an episode of PCOS um, being posted this month, as well as because it is Breastfeeding Awareness Month in the month of August. Um, I have a whole breastfeeding episode with my friend Bethany. Shout out the Crazy Cool Podcast, Crazy Sexy Cool Podcast. Um, anyways, guys, we're all going to leave you with a five-minute bonus clip. Again, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Horrible Decisions. Peace. Love you guys. Bye. Um, so number nine is temple prostitution. Temple prostitution was replete throughout the ancient world. Um, basically, the exchange here wasn't even sex for money. It was communal, ritualistic practice to give thanks and worship to the gods of ancient Babylon. Um, so this was both quite a unique practice for the Babylonians and similar cultures in ancient Middle Eastern and staple of their religious values. Do so I'm trying to think. So donate their hair. You ever, did you ever watch Good Hair? Yeah, with Chris Rock. Yep, and they donated yeah. their hair for gods. Man, they do- well, so I ain't know I was a god because they donating that thing for me. Because <laughs> uh, that shit going right into my sewing bit. That shit is so fucked up, dude. Like, I mean, but they, they, no one thought it was fucked up. But I, I don't know, like how, like sex in church. We got to do another one. I know we did it with um, Daniel Saint, and we did one with Corey. Corey. But we got to do another sex in the church because, like, I feel like we can get deeper with, like, a historian talking about, like, historical hoes. That would be a really good one. I really want to talk about how these um, Catholic priests be fucking the little boys. Shit. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, uh, uh, and it's crazy because there's also just the attachment or not even the attachment but the relation between power and pedophilia i think that that would be interesting for us to go down to especially right now with pizzagate going on and everyone getting canceled because they were a part of who knows the wayfair conspiracy all of these things but people of power having some sort of attraction attraction to little kids it's fucking weird i think it's because there's not there's nothing else they could do all that money and they're like what else am i gonna spend this shit on i mean get you better pay for some pegging there goes some shit that's a good point (laughs) okay the next one is the sin of chastity if you guys don't know what that is it's basically not fucking and this one is really interesting this is in judo christian culture okay ancient culture it was actually sinful not to have sex so according to herodotus's account of women they were being sent once in their lives to the temple for sex the first man to throw a coin in her lap got to have sex with her whether he was this is what i am talking this is how we need to lose our virginities now nigga this is the first man to throw a coin Right. Whether he was rich or poor or young or old, she was obliged to indulge him um, no matter their social status. So they also, well, that's the only thing I don't like. Like now I got to fuck you when the same nigga could have threw a coin. But anyway, 
basically um it was a less formal like sense of prostitution outside of the temples where a man would allow someone to have sex with his wife or his children as long as it was paid for so basically if anyone wanted to have sex in ancient babylon it was theirs for the taking while sources today have referred to this as rape it is widespread and socially acceptable in their culture um and which had a near fetish for fertility this was a deep Mm. part of their religious experience acts of uh, offering and worship to the sex goddess inanna Basically, there's a culture on the earth where it was a sin to turn down sex, proving once again that if humans can dream it and it's sexual, they will do it. Y'all, I need y'all to like get in your group chats and start talking about how crazy, like literally the fact that we're so like we're shamed when we talk about sex. I mean, shit, we just talked about the girl admitting to swallowing seven people's cum in one night and she's literally been disowned. But like to know that this is literally it's a part of ancient times and history like this has been going on the next one is the best I, I mean i love it it's called debauch dinners and it says that orgies and prostitution were pretty common also in the ancient world essentially the ancient babylonians would have orgies that started off as simple dinner parties but bit by bit would progress into something that would take a more sexual nature the following is a high five moment from high five casino.com i won Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired, inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts.